All right. This is the Sportatorium on Double J Media. We are live. We are kicking. We are sort of kicking. Rolling? Definitely rolling. And we are here (laughs) with JR Entertainment. We are in my favorite time of the year. It's hockey season, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to say right now. You know, I'm a Jets fan as well. I know. You know, I'm going to preface this by saying when this whole COVID crap started and hit North America heavy, I was on board with canceling the season. Just Same. saying, you know what? There's no point. We'll pick it up next season if we can. And I, I now it's the beginning of August. We have hockey. I'm Canadian for your listeners that don't know. Um, we love hockey up here. Whether it's the NHL, the World Juniors, Really, that's it. Or the Olympics. Um, we love hockey. And I. they should be in, like, summer training right now. You know, mm-hmm. there shouldn't be. And I'm not just saying this because the Jets are on the brink of elimination when tonight. No, tomorrow night. Um, wait, what day is it today? Wednesday. Oh, okay. Sorry, I work night shift, so I don't ever know what days it is. He's a freaking bat. I am. I'm Batman. Um, oh, Bruce Wayne, let's go. <laughs> but like, yeah, tomorrow night we we're done. Like, I don't even care. Will I? Will I continue to watch hockey when I'm not working? Yeah, maybe. Um, but, uh, honestly, I like this best of five qualifying they should keep it really i I, yeah i i I enjoy it it's it's a nice break from regular season and playoff but it has that playoff atmosphere if you will Mm -hmm. you know is is it technically the postseason People are saying yes. People are saying no. I I, th- I think it's um. What's the word I'm looking for? Not libido. <laughs> Lim- limbo. Yeah, it's kind of like it, limbo. You know, it, it's a little bit of both. It's the regular season's not done yet, but the playoffs haven't started yet. Or, or the regular season's not done, but the playoffs are have started. It's kind of like one of those catch twenty twos. Oh, so it's purgatory. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Limbo, purgatory, libido, whatever. Libido sex drive. Yeah, I know libido sex drive. I was making a joke. That's um, a whole different podcast. Peter. <laughs> Which we're not even going to touch because we're in sports and entertainment and not smut 
entertainment. Um, we could do that. Though. No, I know we're not. No, we are not going to get into that. <laughs> we're definitely not going to get into that. But yeah, I just for me, it's I like the best of five, but I don't like the hockey in August. I'll tell you where it can help if you don't mind me butting in here. By all means. I mean, it is your show. I've just spent the last four minutes talking. So (laughs) what about if you have, say, it's game 82, right? Mm -hmm. And you have, I don't know, two or three teams at the bottom of the whatever rank it is, 8, 16, 24. Who cares? You have three, four teams, eight teams, whatever the hell depending on if the season ever gets back to normal. Tied for that one spot. Yeah. Final spot. What What about using that? Using the best of five to, to get that final spot? No. Is it be like? No, it wouldn't be because here's why. If you have four teams that are tied for eighth spot – in points, they first they then go off of um, most wins. Ah, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it after after the points, it, if there's a certain amount of teams tied, they go off of statistics. Yeah, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so, it would it be possible to do that? Possibly, but then you would be playing two more rounds. You know, that those four teams out of that, those four teams, two of those would be playing two extra rounds. Yeah, that's true. Right. Do I like the, do I like that idea? Sure. But what happens if you have 10, just hypothetically speaking, what if you have 10 teams that are tied for the last two spots? Not, not that it'll happen, but you, you know what I mean? Everything yeah. is just, everything's just going to get dragged on and we're eventually not going to get to the cup in June when we may or whatever the hell it is early June it's going to be pushed to July or August again, and there's going to be no time for the boys to get into their training camp and all that, you know, because they're only going to have like a month off, which, you know, so I, I, that that's just my perspective on that. And a good one it is. Yeah. Um, see, the whole thing made me wonder, you know, I, I kind of like it too, but in a sense, I don't because it's not normal. But, you know, if you think about it, the best of five yeah. could help settle out that final spot somehow. Oh, ab- absolutely it could. And that's what they're doing with it, right? The, yeah. top, the top four teams in each conference have already advanced to the playoffs. Yeah. Right? If, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't, honestly, I don't know how this is working. All I know is there's a whole lot of teams that are playing. <laughs> and there's yeah. hockey all day, every day. I don't care. This freaking COVID-19, though, man, it turned everything upside down. It sucks. Oh, absolutely it did. It sucks. 
Uh, that that I'll agree with. Um, <laughs> like even if you look at baseball, mm-hmm. you know, you, you look at the Phillies and um, who was it? The Marlins. Yeah, Marlins are infest, infested, infected. There we go. Yeah, infested is rats and little <laughs> bugs. So I mean, you're right. Infested could work too. No, I'm they're not. infested and infected. Yes. With that. Um. Yeah. No, they've just been. Both teams have been hit hard by COVID nineteen. Um, one of the teams ended up being down. I think the Phillies were down 18 players. God. Yeah. So, yeah. So they had to like scrounge. They picked up players off the waivers. They picked up players from their double uh, A AA and triple A teams. Um, well, that's cool. What's that? That's kind of cool if you think about it. Yeah. What a way to make your MLB debut, eh? Yeah. I got the 2020 season because. Hi, COVID. Yeah. What a way, though, because if you make the most of your opportunity, you're yeah, you're guaranteed, right? Well, not guaranteed, guaranteed, but you could. It makes it hard. It makes it hard for them to look at you next season and go, you know what? He just didn't. No, we don't want him. It's gonna make it hard. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna push some of these guys out. I'm a management guy too, and you know, with that. Like I love dissecting management moves. If if I'm the GM of that team that has all those people show out because X person couldn't be there, yeah, ooh, yeah, it's it, it, it's gonna be uh, next season for baseball is gonna be interesting. Yeah, have they even you being in the states, me being in Canada, and I don't watch, but have they started? training or anything for NFL this season? Because I know that they're talking about getting the season up and going. Uh, they're talking about it. I, I believe there's not going to be any preseason now. Oh, uh, okay. They're just going to go straight to the regular season? I believe so. I'm not quite familiar with it totally. Last I heard, there was two pre- preseason games to be played to get training camp out of the yeah. way, that and the other. And I also heard rumors that there wasn't going to be any. I don't even think they know. Probably not. It's just, you know, eventually you're going to have to get out there and just say, and say screw it and play. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, if you look back at the NHL two, two weeks ago, they were having, you know, real quick spring training or training camp. Spring training, there's the baseball and baseball player in me. Um, Same thing. Yeah, but they had their spring tr- or their training camps, and then oh, they they played what was it one or two quick uh, exhibition games to kind of get the guys' legs under them a little more. And the Rangers got eliminated last night, so those games in that training camp didn't help them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, being a Dallas fan, uh, I'm going to say that I think Dallas is still consistent with and without fans because they, they still try to freaking mail it in. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. I was livid. 
Yeah, but you know what? You can't be mad about that fourth goal or whatever it was the other night, the one that they put under review. Because no. I, I, I sat at home. I was in the kitchen where I am almost right now. And I watched I watched it live because it's hockey and Hey Canada. Um, <laughs> As the clock dings nine o'clock. Yeah, I heard that. That's okay. Mine at work goes off every hour too, and it actually sounds pretty cool. But uh, you know, I I sat there, I watched it, and I was like, "Ooh, that's tough. That's mm-hmm. going to be tough, right?" And I and then they said that the the goal was under review because the referee initially waved it off. Yep. And um. The head coach of who the hell is Dallas playing? Uh, the last game, the series. Who are they playing? Uh, Vegas. Is it Vegas? They're they're not in a series right now. Yeah, they are. They're in the best of five, dude. No. Tonight we play Colorado. Then it was Vegas. Did Dallas what? Yeah. Yep. They lost to Vegas. So tonight we play Colorado. Hold hold up. Hold up. I'm I'm on my TV right now. This uh, ladies and gentlemen is why I love our friendship. We're rival fans. Nashville, and- Arizona at 12:30. Tampa Bay, Boston. Yeah, I know. Pittsburgh, Montreal. Edmonton. Wow. Really, you guys? What's up? I have like, okay, check this. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, six Sportsnet channels. Oh, no. All six of them have the Edmonton Chicago game. Well, that's riveting. Yeah, which I mean, at, at eight thirty, eight forty-five, whatever. Um, but then the same six channels have oh four have <laughs> Pittsburgh and Montreal beforehand, whatever. Uh, are you are you sure that Dallas plays today? Um, yes, I'm positive. In fact, the social media team just put out Dallas Stars game day location Edmonton time 5:30. Sports Radio 967 and 1310 the ticket. Stars Avalanche. Be there. Really? Square. So they're playing Col- Yeah, Colorado. And who did Oh, so they played Col- they played Colorado the other night then because they are they're in a series. Everybody is no. in a- Yes, no. everybody no. is. Yes, oh my God! They yes. still played Vegas. They couldn't have played Vegas. Okay, because everybody's in a best of five series right now. Go look at the social media. Okay, yeah. I will. I'd be willing to put some money on this. You don't have any money. <laughs> 
I'd be willing to put some Twitter follow- followers on this. How about that? Or YouTube followers. Dude, are you kidding? I can't even... Huh. How is that possible? Man argues with Dallas fan who watched Dallas game. <laughs> I... How is... Maybe you're thinking the best of five is the ones that are qualifying, not playing for seeding. Oh. We're playing for seeding. This is so damn confusing, I tell you. You see? That is exactly why I was talking about the best of five series being at the end no matter what. See, I like the best of five. I hate this whole confusion about who plays who, when, and where. Do you see why I didn't like it as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we're we're in agreement. We're there. Yes. Like I, I, I honestly thought that Dallas was in a best of five because nope. Every that's why I was like so adamant on this. So as Canadian tradition. Uh-oh. I apologize and beg your forgiveness, your highness. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna do that nonsense. You know I love you. I know. Um, but yeah, no. I, I I sat here when that goal happened with Vegas. And I was like, oh yeah, no, that's that's a good goal. And her best friend's heart was breaking. Oh, yeah, and I even mentioned to the girlfriend after I watched it, I was like, oh, JJ's going to be losing his damn mind right about now. Mm -hmm. Um, Easy to be the couch GM. Yeah. Oh, actually, I need to find my TV remote again. Because there's – John Tortorella had a great line after last night's game. (laughs) What was that line? He said something along the lines of Toronto was good and we were not. <laughs> Short, sweet, to the point. Come couch, come, come couch, come coach the Dallas Stars, please. That's that's typical Tortorella, though. He's that's freaking as real as it gets. He is. <laughs> they were good, we were not. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> That's somebody I want to interview. That would be oh, so he, cool. he he would be amazing. And he ripped a chunk out of uh Pierre Luc Dubois last night on the bench. Oh? Yeah. Uh-oh. Well Dubois kinda ow, mailed it in on a line change as Toronto was breaking they were going down breaking fast. Yeah. <laughs> on the first goal. And Dubois yeah. was down by the blue line, and he was just like, you know what? I'm just going to line change. I'm going to take my sweet time. And Tortorella just ripped into him <laughs> afterwards. I'm, oh. oh, Jake Muzzin got sent to the hospital, too. What happened to Jake? Uh, he got cross-checked by Dubois and kind of fell awkwardly. He went headfirst into one of the Blue Jackets. But the good news, he's good. He's fine. He was able to move all extremities. Um, and, yeah, he's good. So That's good. Yeah. 
I'm just, I just, I turned the TV up just so I can uh, catch this line real quick. That's fine. So, oh, so, and congrats, by the way, before we do this, congrats to Freddie Anderson for getting the first Leafs goalie, like the first Leafs shutout dang. in a playoff. Ever? Since Carmen Manitoba's Eddie Belfour did it in 2004. Oh, oh, yeah. Belfour. Oh, man. Yeah. Good old Canadian boy. I love me some Eagle. Oh, He's a Eagle was amazing. He was. He was one of those goalies that. He was a freaking god in Dallas when he came. I, I wouldn't say he was a god. He was a hockey god, man. Everybody knew him. Yeah. Well, and you know what? That's the way that the Eagle is, too. I think he's still pretty active in Carmen if he's living there. Dallas, too. He yeah. has his own winery thing here. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Are they going to? Oh, they're not. They're going to Minnesota-Vancouver series. I thought they were going to pull up the John Tortorella presser after. But that didn't happen yet, so I muted my TV. So, since Saturday, all the way till yesterday. Yes. There has been a crap ton of hockey. There's been a lot of hockey. And like I said earlier, I love it. But at the same time, I hate it because it's like... 80 degrees Fahrenheit outside, and there shouldn't be hockey. It should be football. I don't care. I don't care who you are. It should be football and baseball. Amen. But, you know, Gary Bettman. You you could have (laughs) done this so many ways, Mr. Bettman. Yeah. Like, just postpone this. When when it comes to money and when it comes to... Freaking CBA, y'all don't mind delaying anything. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, when it comes, yeah. Oh my God, he's an idiot. The virus, though? Oh no, it has to resume. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we're lucky that Alberta has low numbers. No shit. Like, if one of the hub cities was Florida, there'd be no hockey. <laughs> There shouldn't be hockey in Florida anyway. <clears throat> there shouldn't be hockey in Dallas either. Hey, fuck you. But no, I mean, it's because Dallas is in winter. Let's think about this logistically. Dallas is a desert. Texas, it is not. Te- y'all don't really get snow. You guys do occasionally, but you don't get it like we do up here in Canada or in the northern states. Well, no, because Mexico's right under us. Exactly. All y'all got to do is just cross the Rio Grande and boom, Mexico. Um, si, senor. <laughs> si, senor. Oh, but wow. no, I mean, um, Texas, Arizona, Vegas. You wouldn't Florida, think Georgia. Because, I mean, let's not forget the Thrashers and the Flames. Sorry, who? Thrashers? Did they exist? <laughs> yeah. The you Flames? Know, well, they, it, 
The Calgary Flames were originally in Atlanta. I know. Which is insane. That is, that is, yeah. Like. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. It's a, so the Thrashers were the second time they had a hockey franchise and they still failed. I don't yeah. see why after the first time they thought it would be a good idea. When have another hockey team? <laughs> it failed the first time. I mean, I, I I really can't say anything because Jets fan. Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. But, 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 but here's the difference. Here's the difference between Winnipeg and Atlanta. We sold out the minimum that they needed for season tickets. Good. Within like not even a day. The day that the tickets went on sale, they were sold out. Dang, that's a heck of a deal there. And if you think about it, when the Jets left version one back in 96, the city didn't want them to go. It was Batman. Terrible. Yeah. Because it was all like you walk around Winnipeg. And you saw a whiteout everywhere. And I'm not just talking about snow on the ground. I'm talking <laughs> about the Winnipeg Jets home jerseys. T-shirts. Everything you could imagine. Jets, good- Yeah. The Jets were supported. The Jets were loved. And when they came back, I'll never forget it. I I was at work. I knew that the the press conference was coming because it was something that I was obviously keenly invested in because of the fact that I'm from originally from Manitoba. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always been a huge Jets fan, but you know, after the Jets version one left, it took me a few years to stop cheering for the coyotes and, Decided I was going to cheer for the Oilers because I live in Edmonton now. Yeah. But when the when the announcement came in 2011 that the Winnipeg that the that the Winnipeg team was being um re they were coming back at that point yeah revived but we didn't know that at that point that it was going to be the Jets yeah. At the time of the presser, it was still Winnipeg and everything was up in the air for the teams. There were, dude, there were names like the Winnipeg Polar Bears, uh, Winnipeg yeah. Winters. The, the, the amount of names were just really good, you know. And there was the, a poll or something like that. Yeah, there, there was a poll and everybody wanted the Jets because. Winnipeg is the Jets. The Jets are Winnipeg. Yeah. And it it sucked. I cried in 1996 at the age of 14, 15 when the Jets left. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I'm a Manitoba boy. I'm a huge Jets fan. Yeah. You know, growing up, my favorite player, one of my favorite players was a Jet. My favorite goalie was a Jet. 
you know, uh, Tamu Solani, Bob Essenza, Nikola Habibulin, you know. Ooh, Habibulin. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he was. Monster. Uh, I, dude, we could go back and I could name a whole bunch of Jets from the 90s. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot that he played for them. I mean, you were still, you know, like 10 when the Jets left because you were, what, 80? 85. Yeah, so you were like ten or eleven, but moving around army bases. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then when the Jets came back, I was at work when Winnipeg got when the announcement happened. I was at work. I was working at the casino, doing security, and I even said, "Guys, between five o'clock and five ten, I am absolutely off radio. I'm not responding to any calls. Nothing." Wow. And when when the announcement came, you could hear me cheer in the in the casino. That's awesome. Yeah, I cried that day too. Yeah, I can see why. And then the 2011 NHL draft, when we chose, I think it was Mark Shifley. Was it? I, I'd have to look it up, but I don't want to look it up right now. Um, actually, you know what? I am going to look it up because I'm curious on that now. I think it was Mark Shifley. That's um, been your boy as long as I've known you. So I yeah, it was Mark Shifley because he was drafted seventh overall, 2011. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, again, during the draft, I said between five o'clock and the time that they made the announcement of who the Winnipeg Jets were. Drafting, I was off radio. I wanted to know, A, who our first draft pick was and what the team name was. Because they made the announcement. They didn't have the jerseys at the time. So Shifley was unfortunately given a generic NHL jersey, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure he still got locked up at his house. (laughs) Put that thing in a closet. Don't even frame that sucker. Just... Oh, no, I, I, I would frame it. Would you? Yeah, I would. That if, thing oh, sucked. It sucked, but it, signifi- it's, it signifies a huge step it. in your career. Yeah, he's living his dream. Okay. Exactly. And he's a hell of a player. He is. I hate him. <laughs> but, yeah, when, when Gary Bettman said, um, Winnipeg, you're on the clock, and Kevin Sheveldayoff and the management team stepped up and said, for the number seven draft, the Winnipeg Jets. And I went, yes! <laughs> Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, that's how they announced the team. It was all speculation, but everybody had a feeling that they were going to find a way to get the Jets back in Winnipeg because as I said before Winnipeg is the Jets the Jets are Winnipeg it's just the way it is for you you Americans listening it'd be like the Dallas Cowboys it's (sighs) it would be how it is excuse me I I don't know if I would go as far as to say it's the Dallas Cowboys right now I would say it's the Patriots Ah, I, I, I know Okay. I know. 
No, I'll give you that. You got to think about like recent success. Recent, not that Winnipeg ever had any success. No, I was meaning like value to the area, though. Yeah. Okay. That that's yeah. That's fair. It's the Dallas Cowboys. That's how you're going to be known. If you move to San Antonio, you're going to be known as the San. Even though you're the San Antonio, whatever, you would still be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. It it took a little bit for some of us to actually be like, okay, you know what, Winnipeg's not getting another team. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden in late two thousand or middle of two thousand, everybody's talking about Winnipeg getting another team, and I'm like, what? Now, like that that'll... had been a cool feeling, right? It was because they they'd been talking about getting another Canadian team in the league, anyways. Yeah, and Jim Balsilli, who is part owner of BlackBerry. Or Research in Motion, which owns BlackBerry. The phone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, was wanting to get a team into the Ontario area. More so like Hamilton and all that. And then the opportunity came up to get the team to Winnipeg, and he just kind of bowed out, I think. And Kevin Sheveldayoff, who I don't even know who the hell he is or where the hell he came from. All I know is he's a god. And I love him. <laughs> Came up and uh, it was like, you know what? Let's bring a team back to Winnipeg. And Atlanta Thrashers moved to Winnipeg. And we've enjoyed relative success there. I mean, we haven't won a cup yet, but. Yet. Yeah, yet. They will. Eventually. I mean,. We have a Vesna finally have a Vesna contending goaltender. I don't think that any Jet goaltender has ever won the Vesna when they while they played for Winnipeg. Wow, really? Yeah, that's I would have to go back through the years, but um yeah. Connor Hellebuck is a Vesna contender. Wow. And I if, I would love it because he's he's like when he's on his game and got the defense in front of him, he's a hell of a goaltender. Yes, he is. He I, and I'm I'm not just saying this to be a homer, but when he's got the defense in front of him and he's on his game, he is one of the best in the league. And he's oh under God. thirty years old. He's how old? Less, I think he's less. He's less than thirty. Wow. Uh, Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, he's twenty-seven. Damn. Drafted a hundred thirtieth overall in two thousand and twelve. Damn! What a draft pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he was. Uh, Definitely a steal. He is a diamond in the rough, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You know, I, I don't care. Call me a homer all you want. Never. But he's he's one of the best when he's on his game. And 
got the defense in front of them. No, I can attest to that. They're rivals. Mm-hmm. I can definitely attest to that. That is true. Oh, speaking of rivalries, I heard a great line the other night during uh, the Dallas game. Oh? Yeah, because they were talking about – is this – hold on. Oh, they're talking about the Mitch Marner incident after his during his press conference. But the announcers were talking about how Dallas was – how, like, Edmonton's the hub city for the Western Conference, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the line from Tortorella. Toronto was very good, and we sucked. <laughs> so you just put it the Canadian way. No, that's exactly what Toronto or what Tortorella had said. No, I mean when you paraphrased earlier. Oh no, I was I was paraphrasing because I couldn't remember exactly what he said. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically you just basically Canadian it up. Pretty much. Basically. But, we suck and they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but the line was, they were talking about how Edmonton is the hub city for the Western Conference and how Dallas has enjoyed success in Edmonton over the years. Uh-huh. And they were talking about, the, the, the line was along the lines of how Dallas has owned Edmonton. And how being in Edmonton, they're not really at a disadvantage, and they yeah. are a home team. And I was just like, oh, that is so true. <sighs> it is. It is so true. Because, honestly, Dallas has owned the hell out of Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Over, have... the, over, over the last 20 years, it's like Dallas is Edmonton's daddy. <laughs> yes, they are. Like when when you Dallas can almost guarantee they're gonna win when you see yeah. it on the schedule. Pretty much, but I mean, with McDavid and Drysital, it's now anybody's guess. Yeah, because I'm I'm gonna be honest. When I I got so sick and tired of Edmonton getting all these draft picks and hearing about it, because I'd be walking around and it would be. Oh, this number one draft pick is our is our savior. Going to take us to the playoffs. You know, it's, it started with Taylor Hall, and how'd that I, go? <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was just like, just I was ready just to like say, you know what, guys, like, shut up. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. That sounds like being a Dallas fan. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> it, it, it was just, like, oh, I got so sick and tired of hearing about it. Not because I'm a Jets fan, but because every draft pick, it was, oh, this player's going to take us to the to the Stanley Cup Finals and win it for us, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, McJesus comes along, and I'm sorry, I, I'm absolutely going to use that because – Connor McDavid is a fucking godsend to the Oilers organization. <laughs> yeah, he's been pretty good. Pretty good? Okay, very good. Care to try that again? Bro, get on with your damn story. 
No, I mean, honestly, <laughs> this year, Edmonton's got the best chance. I okay. hate to I hate to say it, but Western Conference, Edmonton. Ah, don't sleep on the Avalanche. I'm not going to sleep on the Avalanche. I'm not going to sleep on the Avalanche, but I, I can't say that because I haven't actually been able to watch a lot of Avalanche games because we don't get the American networks up here. They've been Dallas's daddy. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Damn. All the, the sports people down here say if anybody's going to ruin Dallas's playoffs, it'll be Colorado. Hmm. Interesting. So, if it all comes down to it in the Western Conference, it might just be Edmonton and Colorado. For Hey, you know what? I, I'd be okay with that. That'd be interesting. That would be because there's not – there's no history between those two teams in the playoffs. I don't no. think Edmonton has ever played Colorado in the playoffs. No, they've been eliminated by Dallas before they could. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas, <laughs> da- Dallas, walk, D- Dallas doesn't even knock on the door. They just walk in and go, your daddy's here. <laughs> daddy's home. Yep. <laughs> and then just, you know, proceed to steamroll the Oilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't mind me. Just a Dallas fan relishing the past. That's kind of what the Cowboys fans are stereotyped to do. Sorry, different topic. What? They are. No, ab- ab- absolutely the Cowboys are. Like they're still reveling in the Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman days. No, they're not. Absolutely. Cowboys they are. fans might be. But that's yeah, not that, that's what I'm talking about. The not fans, everybody. No, most of, some of the fans. Yeah, those people suck. Yeah. They really do. They do. But yeah, no, it, it's just oh, nine thirty. Yep. <laughs> like clockwork, there it is. Oh, <laughs> like clock, nice, nicely done. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just honestly, I would love to see. I I would love to see a Edmonton Calgary playoff series. Edmonton absolutely destroy the hell out of the flames. Stampede huh, all over <laughs> all over Calgary or all over Colorado and go to the finals. That'd be interesting. That sounds like a friendly wager here between uh, us. I'm not one for betting because I always end up losing. <laughs> Which is why I don't play the lottery. Huh. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But I can coerce you into a bet. Hmm. No. A bet. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why I said to beat the ever living crap out of Calgary and then stampede over Colorado is mm-hmm. because every year in July, there's a rodeo event in Calgary? Yeah. Called? Calgary Stampede. Stampede. Calgary Stampede. And the Calgary football team is the Calgary Stampeders. Nice! Yeah. So... I knew that, though. 
You, you probably did because we've talked about the CFL a lot before off, off yeah. podcast. We've video chatted and messaged back and forth a lot about it because some of your favorite players are actually up playing in the CFL. And that's really good for them too. It is. I mean, the money is not the same as it is in the NFL, but a lot of them um, just want to play football. And, that, you know, that's good. Yeah. I mean, Johnny Manziel. Is he, he, up played there? In, he played up here for a number, for I think, a number of years. Because wow. I know that I know that he played. Uh, hold on. Last I heard, Montreal to help you out a little bit. Yeah, he played. He played for Montreal. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. He also, yeah, he also played for the Hamilton Tie Cats. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in two thousand eighteen. So, but he plays for the Memphis Express. Who the hell is that? Um, oh, the Alliance of American Football. What? Wow. They only lasted one season. Yeah, I think he retired after that because I just saw something on him recently. Probably. I think he quit. Oh, the Mem- oh never mind. The Memphis Express only lasted one season. What about the Alliance? I've never even heard of the Alliance of... They, the AAFL gave way... Right after the XFL was reborn. By the way, thank you, Dwayne Johnson. Yes, I. You know what? I wanted to talk about that a little bit, but I didn't know how we were going to talk about it because I don't know a lot of the details that's going on right now. All I know is that the XFL is currently in bankruptcy court. Mm-hmm. But. I, I don't know how it works down there. Dwayne stopped it. No, did did he stop it or they still have to go to they still have to go to court? I, I don't know. All I know is he he and a group of people they put it put in a bid. Yeah, like fifteen million dollars or something like that. Yeah, and they got the bid, and now the XFL belongs to him. And yeah, you know he said it's for the love of the game. And, and 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 you know what? Absolutely right because he loves football. Yeah, you know he he's not the only one out of the Samoan family that is slash was in wrestling that played football. Right, Roman Reigns. Yeah, and but you know when Dwayne in college, as everybody knows, he played for the Gators. Yeah, was it the it was the no, Gators? Hurricanes. Was it the Hurricanes? Miami Hurricanes with Warren Sapp. Okay, but I knew I knew it was one of the Florida universities. I get them confused too, so you're not alone. Yeah, welcome um, horns. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Razorbacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> screw the pigs. I mean, if you want, I could find a nice female cop for you. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm we're get we're getting off topic. That's what we do. That that and... is what we do. 
every single time. <laughs> What's that? I was just going to talk hockey. Mm-hmm. I know, but we're all over the place, which is fine. Yeah, no, it's we, cool. We talk. You're called the Sportatorium for a reason, JJ. All sports, all the time. Yep. It's on my tagline on the Facebook page. Yes, it is. But, you know, he, I don't know if Dwayne ever got drafted or was on a practice squad or anything in the NFL. I can look that up. Yeah. But I know that he was on the practice squad for the Calgary Stampeders in the mid 90s. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And his cousin, Roman Reigns, um, Joe Anoa'i played, was on the practice squad again, the Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah, that's cool. Which pretty soon I'm going to have to change my thought process on that because it's no longer the Edmonton Eskimos. That's a show for another, I mean, a topic for another show. That's, yeah, that's another show for another day. In August 2020, Johnson, along with a group of investors, purchased the XFL for $15 million. The league had gone bankrupt after the first season, ended abruptly due to COVID-19. Which... Doesn't say anything about court. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, I don't know. I just saw comments and whatnot about about it being in court or whatever. So, like I said, I don't know how it works. I'm not... A financial lawyer. He signed with the Calgary Stampeders. You were right. The Rock did. Yeah. When? 95? Uh, doesn't say. Yeah, 95. There it is right there. Huh. 95, 96. Because he graduated with a bachelor in general studies in criminology and psychology. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That's uh. That's a smart dude. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Right after that, he went to the Calgary Stampeders as a linebacker. He was assigned to the practice squad, but was cut two months into the season. Yeah. Boy. And then, and then later that year, he went to WWE training. And oh. Debuted, I think, in 96 or 97. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that would be a hell of a brain to pick, especially oh. Jason. Woof. Uh, yeah. Man has no time for anything, though. No. He's, he he's always on the go. What a life. That would be awesome. Yeah. Who fucking needs sleep when you're chasing your dreams and when you always have a dream to chase? Well, you know, here's the thing. When... He played the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns. I was extremely disappointed. Oh? Yeah. Not in him. In in the whole movie. Because a lot of it was all CGI. Yeah. And... We didn't really get to see him actually act. Yeah, and, point. Th- and then when he played the Scorpion King, because I think 
it's a completely different movie. Yes, I, I you know, it, it I I can't even really say anything because I don't even remember watching it. <laughs> but it was like you you could see that he would be a great actor. And then I I watched and I absolutely love the rundown. Good movie. Uh, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were with Sean, him and Sean William Scott. You could really see that greatness. There's a reason why in wrestling he had the great one mm-hmm. as his name. Mm-hmm. You know because he was great. He lived up to every minute of it. He did. And for him to still be acting and having huge roles and great movies, I don't think anybody ever saw this coming. Nah, he can do it all. Yeah, he can. He did good in The Tooth Fairy. Did good in The Game Plan. Those are kids' movies, for those of y'all that don't know. I never watched either one of those. They were awesome. Were they? They were awesome. I loved it. Um, Tooth Fairy was, as you might expect, a hockey movie. And, you know, it was a a guy that kind of fell from the hockey gods' graces, if you want to say it that way, with an injury. And so he retaliated by just knocking everybody out, you know. And, you know, he you could see real emotion from him. In all of it. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that I that I noticed with him is when he puts his heart into it, he really puts his heart into it and he doesn't just he doesn't just play the role. He is he beca- the role. He is the role. Yes. He, you know, and one of the greatest lines from one of his movies was one of the uh Fast and Furious movies was an ad libbed line. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. He plays uh, Shaw? Yeah. No, Hobbs. Hobbs Hobbs was The Rock. Shaw was Roman Reigns. Really? Yep. They even have a spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw. I knew that, but I didn't know that it was... Roman Reigns. Roman. Wow, Mm -hmm. okay. I don't even want to see that because Roman's uh, Roman's horrible on the mic in wrestling, unless he's being Joe Noie, where he's talking about how he has to step away due to his leukemia. That's the first time that I actually felt an impact in his in a promo from him. So I don't even want to watch a movie with Roman Reigns in it. Because, because I, I just yeah, but um, one of the the line that he ad libbed, he was walking into the backyard, and they and Dominic Toretto and the and his family, in air quotes, y'all can't see it, but I actually did do the air quotes. John um, Cena in the house. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see them. Um, <laughs> But 
one of the guys made a comment to the rocks to the rock and the rock went made a comment about the guy's forehead <laughs> and it and it was a completely ad-libbed line <laughs> and the reaction was real and everybody just kind of stopped blooper reel must have been hilarious oh i would love to see the blooper reel on that i would love to be on the i'd love to be on set when it happened when he when he is filming <laughs> hell yeah because he's he, he's one of those guys where it's you never know what the hell is going to come out of his mouth and it's going to be absolutely spectacular oh yeah and he can make you feel anything you want to oh, be sad? oh absolutely you want to fucking die laughing? He's got that too. Yeah, he's got you covered. That that's that is greatness right there. Yeah. Yeah, it, definitely. But uh, as for his cousin, don't get me wrong, I I enjoyed Roman with Dean and Seth as the shield. Because Roman was never on the mic. I I just I don't know what it is with Roman, but I can't I can't get into him as a character when he's cutting a promo. I kinda feel you on that in a way. Because he's got a look of a big intimidating guy. Where if you get into a bar fight, you don't even need to say anything. No. Because he's just that big. He's that he's that mean looking. Yeah. And, you know, to top it all off, the fact that he really, he's questionable, I'll say. Because he does, he's getting better. But. On the mic or in the ring? Uh, on the mic. Oh, okay. I'm not an expert by any, any means. I'm just a fan. Yeah. But he does have a look of a guy that doesn't need to talk. Yeah. Maybe in his noggin, he knows that. And that's why he can't cut a promo. Yeah. And there are a lot of guys that can cut a promo and make you feel it. Mm. Undertaker, for me. To a point. He can scare the living shit out of me. I'm 35 years old. Mark Calloway as the Undertaker can scare the ever living shit out of anybody. Yep. I don't care who you are. Yep. You know, as a kid growing up, you know, I watched The Undertaker. Mm -hmm. Honestly, he was one of my favorites. Him and Shawn Michaels in the early 90s. Yes. Were two of my favorites. Two badass people. Absolutely. And, you know, The Undertaker scared the ever-living shit out of me. And, and, the late, great, may he rest in peace, Paul Bearer. Paul Bearer, oh my goodness. He, he was one of those guys that, oh, yes! Just 
He helped make The Undertaker. Absolutely. Say. He He will tell you it. that too. Yes. Because when when The Undertaker came out, he f- didn't come out with Paul Bearer. No. It was Brother Love. Yep. And it wasn't even The Undertaker at that point. It it foreshadowed the story coming eight years later. Kane. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was yeah, Kane, no, it was Kane the Undertaker. I know you know this. But... <laughs> I didn't even know that because, I mean, and um, you don't see that shit coming without internet. <laughs> yeah, you don't see that shit coming without the internet. And also at that point, you know, I didn't know what pay-per-view yeah. was. And I, you know, the WWE obviously in 1989 didn't have the WWE network. Yeah. Right. So, you, so you couldn't get all these pay-per-views, which by the way, I... The last pay-per-view I actually watched was um, the one with the Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Eye for an Eye match, which was absolutely redonkulous. That was stupid. That was retarded. I but, did a show on that. Uh, what's that? I did a show on that, too. Reviewing it. Yeah. That was disgusting. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, I'm not... We'll we'll get into this later, but I'm much more of a AEW fan. We'll we'll get into that probably on my, on my podcast. So, by the way, go check his podcast out. I haven't done any yet, so don't. But <laughs> <laughs> or not, or not. I I really haven't. I, I've been trying. I've got a whole book full of like stuff that I want to talk about, and. I just haven't done any of them. Not that I'm procrastinating. But he's procrastinating. I'm procrastinating. <laughs> um, this is what you get on the show if you have me on. Yeah. It's just a whole lot of nonsense. Which, by the way, well, we'll talk about it off air. But it's a little more nonsense, by the way. Absolutely, it does. What the hell? Oh, oh, we, oh we were talking about promos. <laughs> I was almost about to ask, what the hell were we talking about? Talk about off script. Right? Dude, I'm so glad we don't write these shows because, holy crap. I don't do that because it's too organized. Yeah. And there's, and there's no way that you can sit there and stay on script for the whole thing. Fuck no. Robotic. Yeah, very much so, WWE. Um, yeah, that's why. Like when I do mine, like I don't script line by line. I write out key notes that I want to talk about. Yeah, hit your bullet points. You're good to go. Yeah, and you even I mean, told me that. Yeah, sure. and I mean you you've seen them. I've sent you photos. Yep, and it's like wow. You know, and, and and that's the problem with WWE is they script step by step. Yep. You can't do that. You can't. Because, because... something something is gonna happen in the ring, in the audience, on the floor, that's gonna completely screw it up. Like Enzo Amore invading your pay-per-view. Yes. By the way. 
I've li- I I have one of his songs on my Spotify. Yeah, he's not bad. Actually, really good. Yeah, not bad at all. I'm no, he's not. not. I I'm a fan of Enzo Amore, not because he's a loudmouth, obnoxious little shit. But that helps. <laughs> but that helps. <laughs> it's because he's smart. He knows what he wants. And when he was cutting promos, he he has a whole like like a bunch of notebooks. Yep. And he's said this on podcasts before. Yeah. I forget what show it was. I think it was actually Chris Jericho's. Um and Chris Van Vliet. Yeah, yeah, on CVV's YouTube channel, yep. he he's got podcast um, podcasts. He's got oh, notebooks full of promos that he's written himself that absolutely demolishes WWE's, and they wouldn't let him cut his own promos. That's that's going to be the downfall of many, many, many talented wrestlers that it's a, have their talented buried talent buried it's already happened with wwe jj it is it has it has already happened ben let's Ballard, go for one let's go through the list finn balor luke harper cody rhodes dean ambrose ambrose didn't even need to go to wwe he was he was a nut job when he was John Moxley on the indie scene before AEW. He's still a nut job, but he's a great nut job. And Chris Jericho, <laughs> another one. Yes. He doesn't need a script. No. If you have a guy that you know has a mind for the business or a girl, let him flex it. Mm-hmm. Let them flex it. Absolutely. Roman, give him a script. Okay. Enzo Roman, and don't let, don't give him a mic. <laughs> I don't care. Don't give him a damn microphone. Okay, give him a mouthpiece. Brock Lesnar, give him a mouthpiece. Yes. No. Don't give him a contract. Yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. I and agree he, with that. Here's why. Don't get me wrong. Brock Lesnar is talented. He's amazing. He but he's is, not invested. He, he, he's a beast. You just, you just hit it. He's not invested. And here's why. Vince McMahon bows to him and gives him contracts where he only needs to show up six to eight times a year. Has the WWE championship belt. And only shows up six to eight times a year. Well. And, and makes 10 million fucking dollars a year. Are you kidding me? The championship shouldn't be put on Brock. Because as I've said in the episodes that we were trying to record for you, I've seen All him... 20 of them. Yeah, all 20 of them. <laughs> WWE Day Of. There's a thing on their WWE YouTube channel yep. where he takes the Universal title, that big red piece of fucking toilet paper, yep. and just throws it at Vince. It's on camera. Wow. Channel to this day, he said, "There's your fucking title or something to that effect." Throws it at Vince and walks off. 
Now, no. will he take the money and run? Absolutely, he will. That's why he'll, he only. That's why he only shows up six to eight times a year. Will he because take, he's taking the money and running? Will he? He take doesn't the, care. Listen, will he take the six to eight appearances a year for that amount of money? Absolutely. Why? Because that means he doesn't have to do a damn thing yep. except stand there and look pretty. That's not just his fault. <laughs> and he's not even that pretty, to be honest. But you get the point. Mm-hmm. It is Vince. But not a lot of that should be blamed on Brock. He's going to no. give you this and that amount of time to work. But the belt? That's not Brock. No, it's I'm, not. I'm telling you, it's not. I guarantee it, you. When if, he, there's, if there's any belt that should be on Brock Lesnar... Zack Ryder's internet TV title. UFC title. Ooh, yeah, even better. And he has won it. He has. I watched. So did I. But he's, he's a I'm beast. Not, I'm in not, that. What's that? He's a beast in that ring. In that yeah, ring. In that in the octagon, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. You know, it, but I'm not much of a fan of MMA, so I don't really want to. I'll watch it if I'm if I'm not busy. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it if there. I'll watch it if there's nothing else on. I watched a fight actually. Me and me and the girlfriend we watched a fight a couple weeks ago here on a Saturday night. It was a, it was a really good fight. I don't remember who was fighting because I don't know who the hell they all are. <laughs> but it was a really good fight. And Sometimes that's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. You know, back to the promos, there are guys that absolutely cut amazing promos when they were when they were in the ring, when they were actively wrestling. Yeah. And there's guys today that are managers that were in the ring as wrestlers mm-hmm. that can still cut promos. Yep. You want an example? I already know what you're going to say because you said it before. Who's that? Jake Roberts. Absolutely. That man <laughs> still has it. That man can still cut a promo. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love him. As and he's... A... Go ahead. As a manager, as... He... With him teamed up with the murder hawk, Lance Archer... Oh, Lance is a badass. God, I love Lance. They couldn't have put anybody better. With no, Lance. I imagine he's great. You know, it, 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 it's a great team because you have one of the biggest indie stars and stars in, well, where was he? New Japan? Yeah, and down here. Yeah, like I said, indies and then New Japan. Yep. Um teamed up with a veteran like Jake the Snake Roberts. That's a blessing for him. So that's that's an absolute blessing. That Hall is, of Famer at that. Oh, absolutely. At least there, I think he's a WWE Hall of Famer. I'm pretty sure he is. If not, he should be. I don't care. Just like, well, we won't get into that. <laughs> Now you got me curious because you said we're not going to get into that. Owen. Owen Hart? Absolutely. Owen, yes, he deserves to be in there. Yeah, but that's not that's not entirely on Vince and the WWE. No. 
Um, but and, and then there's guys that are in the ring that were in the ring in the 90s, early 2000s that could cut a promo that can't do shit today. Yeah. You know, and that's when your mouth comes in handy. Yeah, that's when, yeah. One of the great, like, one of the greatest. Um, <laughs> Give way to the clock. Yeah. One of the greatest man- career long managers and mouthpieces that knows how to piss people off and loves pissing people off and does an amazing job at it, Paul Heyman. Yep. I knew you were going to say that, too. He, he's great. I'd venture to say that he made Brock Lesnar entertaining, too. Yeah, oh yeah. No, he definitely did. And, and when he had him, Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Dude, that team was absolutely off the wall in my eyes. Yeah. And absolutely un- unexpected. And mm-hmm. just wow. Yeah. It was wild. It was wow. That's all I can say. Yeah. No, definitely. But it, it, WWE is, yeah, it, it's too scripted. They need to stop. That's what uh, Funny Bone said when I interviewed him. Really? Yeah. He said he would never work for WWE because, number one, they are racist. Uh, that jury's still out on that. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Yeah, we'll we'll just we'll we'll put that up to speculation because we we don't. And moving on from that, he said that everything is too scripted. Beyond John Cena, this guy, that guy, everything else <sighs> has to be done X way. Yeah. And. He said, you have the freedom to be who you want to be, the freedom to do the things you want to do. And this guy, I've seen a few of his matches, and, you know, he's he's a pretty cool dude. Like, yeah. he's off the wall. His character's off the wall, something that I can relate to, I guess, because I grew up watching Undertaker. And, 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 and we've been friends for 10 years, so you're kind of used to it. You're going to hear water running. Don't mind it. <laughs> that's him crying a river after his Jets get uh, eliminated tonight. Oh! That's what? That's that's him crying a river after his Jets get eliminated tonight. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, whatever. Thursday night. We're, by the way, whenever this goes up, um, we're recording this Wednesday morning. I think it's morning. Yeah, 9 o'clock. So, 10 o'clock, Texas time. <sighs> It'll be it's up te- in a few it, hours. It's Texas. Nobody cares. But... <laughs> okay, well, I'm done with my coffee, so now I'm grabbing a rock star. Oh, I'm tired. Diabetes oh. is not a concern for this guy. Fuck diabetes. It's energy. I'm going to have a heart attack with this amount of caffeine. <laughs> and the sugar and shit. My heart's just going to explode. My heart's just going to explode. Yeah, well, hopefully not. Boom! In 10 years, okay. Not now, though. 
<laughs> Let it explode in 10 years, okay? Then I'll be done with you. Ooh. You'll never be done with Are me, you buddy. Sure about that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 10 years, I'll be fucking haunting your dreams. Like you don't already? Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, I love this guy. But yeah, no. Definitely, you know... Well, like I said, we'll talk about this off air, but um, wow, we've been going for an hour and 16 minutes. Yeah. Damn. I'm not a lick of hockey. Insane. Oh, we talked about it. We talked a lot about hockey at the beginning. <laughs> we, have, we haven't covered scores or anything, but. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We just kind of, we're just kind of talking about nonsense anyways. Welcome to the Sportatorium when there's not much going on anyway in the world of sports. Yeah, definitely. This is kind of therapeutic because you have the coronavirus that's delaying everything. This sport's in question. Yeah. That sport may not even happen. This sport shouldn't be happening. And then you <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, it, it's just it, sometimes you just need to ramble. Absolutely. And... I don't even care how many listens I get on this. Like, if you listen good, have fun with it. It's kind of goofy. I might start doing this once or twice a week. I don't freaking know. Once or twice a you, month. You know what? I, I could be on every couple of weeks. That'd be nice, right? And we, yeah. And, and we could just sit there and yap about whatever. Yeah. Because really, that's all it's been. Ooh, that card will be worth money. Here's something I want to throw at you that you probably never even thought of. When I was, talking about? When I was a youngster, I was invited to play wheelchair basketball. Yeah. I declined. Because I was afraid I'd flip over. I was afraid I'd get hurt. Well, yeah. well people do that at all ages. Even mm-hmm. in my age range, 35 to 40 to whatever. Yeah. There are leagues that are starting up in that right now. Paralympic Jesus. Not Paralympic hockey. Well, yeah, there's that too, but there's sledge hockey. Sledge hockey. Thank you. Couldn't think of the word. Um, there's sledge hockey. There's basketball. I imagine I can't even name all the leagues that might be uh, playing sports, but you know, there's sledge hockey coming out. Yeah. The virus, why would you want to play sledge hockey in that crap? Well, some of us can't put ourselves at risk. No. And and I'm speaking for me because with my family background, there are things that put me especially at risk. Yeah. So absolutely. I'd be screwed. Well, not necessarily. If you take the proper precautions, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and that's why some of these leagues or leagues have continued, or restarted, or have completely started, is because they are taking proper precautions, like isolating. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think I've heard reports of any of the uh, NHL players going out and partying after games. After their games, they go to their hotels. That's smart. You know, they stay there. They have 
you know, their Xboxes, Playstations, their Nintendo Switches. <laughs> they have room service. They've got, you know, they don't they don't go out like they did a year ago. No. And and party after a win, after a big win. And honestly, this this is becoming the new normal. It shouldn't be though. It shouldn't be, but it is. And honestly, this is going to cut down on some of the issues that athletes were having. Yeah. No, absolutely, because it it teaches you to be more disciplined. Yeah. You know, you can't get, um, you know, guys drinking and driving after a big win. Nope. You know, and there are a huge list of NHL players that have been arrested. Let's start with the most infamous one, Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay. <laughs> the, the Mighty the Ducks. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> you I watched, <laughs> shut up, I watched that the other day. I was like, I, what? Uh, I came, we caved and we got the Disney Plus channel for Gator. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. By the way, yeah, for the listeners, Gator's my nickname for my son. Sweet, uh, yeah, my three-year-old son. But yeah, I just I had to throw that out there. Let's start with the most famous one. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Gordon Gordon Bombay. <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, like guys like Nikki Habibulin who have been arrested for um drinking or driving while intoxicated or driving under the influence. Eddie you know, Belfort. <clears throat> yeah, Eddie Belfort is another one. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to have those instances because they just go rink, hotel, hotel, rink. You know, it, it, it is... Is it a good thing? Yes. But at the same time, too, honestly, I think that it can be a bad thing because you don't get that. The the fans aren't going to get that interaction, you know, and and, and the players aren't going to get that interaction with the fans because I'll tell you, like, the players love it. Yeah. Not all of it, you know, because there are some out there that are absolute there are some fans out there that are absolute douchebags and there are some players that are absolute cockbags too. Yep. You know, uh, there's a player I could mention, ex player, I should say, who's an absolute asshole. Uh Oh, but I'm not going to on this podcast. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, especially if I know who it is. (laughs) Oh, you'll know the name and it'll blow your mind. Uh oh, yeah, but you know, you know, the the players need to know that the fans are completely behind their backs, behind them on this. You know, yeah, that's what I said in my last episode. Believe it or not, and I I imagine, and unfortunately with this, and it's not even just hockey players that need that fan interaction. It's baseball players because they love it. Mm-hmm. The you know football players, 
soccer players, sorry, football, uh, European football players. There you go. Lose the accent, please. Absolutely not. Bro, your Canadian accent is already <laughs> enough. Lose it, damn it. <laughs> Wait, maybe you already lost it. Hmm. Maybe. I lost it a long time ago. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's rubbing off on me. I, well, in order to lose it, you must have it in the first place. Bro! I'm talking about me. I'm as crazy as they come. I'm crazier than a $3 bill. That makes (laughs) perfect. But because it's just, you know, they need to feel that support. Yeah, that's where social media comes in. The problem with that, too, is it's a bit of a twofold. Number one, a lot of players don't respond to tweets or anything or or um, comments on Instagram or anything like that. That's true. The majority of them. There's a good chunk, yeah. Matt Hart best. The internet is a good thing and a bad thing. Yep. It's a good thing because it gives people a voice. Yep. The bad part it gives people a voice. Yep. You know, unfortunately, they say, you know, people say the wrong things to players and players react and all of a sudden the players are getting called into the GM's office. Yeah, it's not the fans at all. It's the players that catch the hell. Yeah. And it should absolutely be the fans that catch hell, you know, because not entirely. But, you know, because, I mean, every person is responsible for their own actions, thoughts, comments. Yep. But it's just, it's it's one of those catch-22s. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, I had a guy um, follow me, a former player. On Instagram, <laughs> I bet uh, I know who it is. <laughs> after after I followed him, because I followed him on Twitter and then I followed him on Instagram when I opened up my account, and not that I ever post on there, but oh, was it the Carolina Hurricane player? Yep. Yeah, I blocked his ass. Yeah. You know, he followed me and I on Instagram, so I shot him a message and I said, hey, thanks for the follow. And within like minutes, I was unfollowed. I was like, wow, unfollow. <laughs> Same yeah. thing happened to me. Well, sort of. Um, he followed me on Twitter once and I said, thanks for the follow. Right. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, is not a bad response. It's a polite response when somebody does something 
nice. You, you respond by thanking them. Yeah. You Thanks know. for taking time to notice a nobody like me. Yeah, ex- exactly. So anyways. You're, and they you're... say the same thing to you if they're from the right locale and upbringing. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, so it, it was a while, right? I got unfollowed. And then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, a couple months later, I followed again. Really? Same player, yes. I blocked his ass right after that. Yeah. Because I'm not going to play that game. Nope. What do you want from me? Exactly. You know? Um, If you're not on there to interact on social media. Social media. Social. If you're not on social media to interact, what are you doing? Exactly. And, yeah, I just... So I ended up deleting his ass, and I was just like, "No, I'm not gonna play this game. You want to be that? You want to be a dick? Go for it. But I ain't gonna play that game. Go be a dick on somebody else's page. Yeah, and I, I'm not the only one. Actually, we're not the only ones that have bitched about it. Um, I've seen posts on Twitter about him. Yeah, I believe it. Um, it, it it's if I, sorry. Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I said it's stupid. It's all it awesome. is. It absolutely is. Um, if, I, if I could remember who it was that commented or put out a tweet about it, I'd go back and take a look, but I forget who it was. And it was only a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. I don't have that much. I have no life, but I don't have that much time to go through and look at bullshit. <laughs> I believe we are in the same boat. Yep. Because it, it was just absolutely funny. Um, I can't even remember what that guy's name is. That Hurricanes player. I do. Give me initials. ZB. Right. There we go. I know who you're talking about now. Yep. Guy that I thought was related to JB. Who? Joe Blow? Think of the last... Fuck off. Think of the last name. Yeah. Add a Johnny on the front. Who the fuck is that? If I'm not mistaken, I might be... I think he used to play for uh, Columbus at one point. I don't know. I'm not... I I don't have that much time to... I'm not involved. Bro, Abaddon from AEW. She's kind of freaky. They've signed quite a few good talent, actually, lately. She's awesome. I love her. And Diamante. Oh. Paige, Paige, Kenzie Page. Paige Kenzie. Kenzie Page. That's the one. She's just like 18 right out of high school. That's dedication right there. Yeah. They signed her. She's good. She's she's talented. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of watching it. I kind of keep up through uh, the the Young Bucks YouTube channel. Being elite. Yes. Or being kind of, the elite. Yeah, I I feel like they 
kind of continue storylines and whatnot, or even start them on that channel. So, yeah. If I watch that, then I don't have to watch all of the wrestling show. Yeah, it's it. it, it I, I've watched a bunch of their stuff. That's good storytelling there too, and you know, in my eyes, sometimes it's not about the talking. No, you, it's not. If you can keep me interested in a, a wrestling match, yeah, I'll come back to your stuff again. Ab- absolutely. You like, know, I, and uh, I value I'm, that more than the talking. Yeah, I, and, and that's that's the problem with WWE is they don't too much talking. They, it, it is. It's a three-hour show, and two hours and thirty minutes of it is talking. Or it feels. Yeah. I mean, it's two and a half hours of talking. On my, you know, me saying that's an exaggeration, but that's exactly how it feels. When you know that some of them only get five minutes per match, and the grand scheme of things, it's a three-hour show. You know, why, why put them in, a, in that match? Five-minute matches of a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. That tells you, at least in my eyes, where there's a good possibility of time invested. And it ain't going to be the wrestling. Like yeah. you said, it may not be two and a half hours of talking. Like, AEW has the advantage because they have a smaller roster, but their roster is growing. Yes. They don't pluck every person you know, off the planet. Th- theirs is a two-hour show. Perfect. Might I add? Ah, crap. Uh-oh. Would you all crap? 